Okay. Um, a long-awaited episode. <laughs> yeah, the big day. Right. I've been having a people I've, have been I've waiting been... with bated breath um, about waiting to hear what we're going to say about this New York race. Do you, do you think other people care about the New York race? I mean, we're we're just former New Yorkers so outside New York. Care. Yeah. No, I don't think anyone gives a shit. Yeah. No. No. Like, I mean, the only the only real races that I ever follow are um, New York and California. Yeah. And not even not the, not even the mayor of California. I don't even care about that person. Right. Actually, the Georgia mayor I follow because that's such just such an what, important Atlanta. Yeah, 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 yeah Atlanta. Yeah, I mean, sorry. Yeah. Um, because that's just so important to the presidential election. And uh, yeah, it, it got kind of big this last one. So I right. do pay attention. She's 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 not running again. Keisha Lance Bottoms. Yeah, she's out. Mm. And she was offered. She was offered, you know, roles in the administration. Said no. So hmm. which leads me to believe. Private equity. Private. Yeah, she's going to make a fuck ton of money. <laughs> she's going to become Obama protege and start Honestly, making Netflix documentaries. God bless. God bless. You did your job. Go, go make money. Go cash out. Why not? All right. Well, for those who are interested, and it is an interesting race, we're going to get into, you know, the New it's York. It's a super important race. It's a yeah. super important race. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's big. I'll say it's important solely for the fact that this is the largest school district in the country. Mm. Just the schooling alone mm. is huge. Also the largest police force in the country. Yeah, right, right. They're you as know? big as a if you a, can a little over a division of the American army. Let's get into it. Yeah. This is No Politics at the Dinner Table. I'm Tony Biancasino. And I'm Amit Prakash. This week we're going to be talking about the New York race for mayor mm. and the unbelievable variety of candidates on the Democratic. We don't even need to think about the Republicans because we got no shot, but the Democrats alone have a lot of variety. And we're going to pick. We're going to officially endorse if we agree. Yes. Yes. All right. All right. All right. So AOC. Yes. Gave her thumbs up to she did. Maya Wiley. And she disagrees with our good friend Jabari. So Jabari, I know I'm leaning towards where he's going, which is with Diane Morales. Right. Um, Diane Morales, for, so for those who don't know, this is a race that's got everybody from um, the front runner, who is Eric Adams, the Brooklyn Borough president, who is a retired NYPD police captain, um, who's, you know, definitely in the center, right? He's a he's a moderate. He was once a registered Republican, Ten et cetera, right? Mm -hmm. So so and he's the front runner, right? Um closely hounded by Andrew Yang. Mm -hmm. Um and then it moves to Catherine Garcia. Um and then it, and then it's like everybody else is in like the single digit percentages. Even Scott Stringer, who was the city controller, who was co almost considered a shoe in until um, a big scandal around uh, sexual harassment arose around him. And first, it was one woman. They tried to dismiss that one, saying that you know it was a mutual relationship from long ago. And now another woman's come forward. So he's he. He's, I didn't even see the second woman. Yeah, it just came out two days ago. Um, oh so my his God. his campaign is imploding. He's toast. Uh, yeah, I mean he he's, he's tried a hell to of sort a of candidate, you know. Yeah, I mean the thing is that he's got a lot of experience. He's basically like a forensic accountant, um, and so he's he'd be able to sort of 
you know, when we talk about, you know, defunding the police and stuff like that, he doesn't use that language, but he, he knows how to move money to different departments, right? And, and he could do that very well. You know, he's, that's, that's, that's literally what he does. He audits the budget. Um, but he's done. He's dead in the water. He's yeah, totally okay. dead in the water and probably rightfully so. You know, it's like you, you, this sort of stuff, um, you know, it's, it's impermissible and, 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 and it should be. So, um, I mean, once the second person comes out, I exactly. mean, the first person is you're still like not good. Yeah. But there's always room for he said, she said, we don't know. Mm-hmm. And the degree and all that. This is we're the not. Degree. By the way, we're not talking about Harvey Weinstein. No, no. This was stuff a, this here. Was a, an, a, a groping at an event yeah. with whom so, with someone who he who he who said they were in a casual relationship together. Right. Right. He denies necessarily. He denies the groping part, but says we were actually sleeping together for a while. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know the terms he used, but you're willing to maybe uncomfortably vote for him at that point because because it, he, the accusation is. Bad, but there are levels. Right. Let's right. be real. Right. There's yeah. Harvey Weinstein. You start with Harvey and Bill and yeah. you go down. That's yeah. the worst. And there are levels. I would like to not be accused of anything, as, as I think most people would. But when another person comes out. Yeah. That's that's a pattern. Mm-hmm. Now, the first person has more credibility than yeah. you. Right. Anyway, we, o- we only need to mention the name Andrew Cuomo, right? We only need <laughs> so, to mention it, right? So that's pattern recognition right there. Right. So, so he's out of it, right? Um, so let's for the Democratic field, and just for the sake of argument, there's two people <laughs> running in the Republican uh, primary for this. One of them is a like private equity guy, finance guy, and the other guy is Curtis Sliwa, who's been a, a New York kind of fixture for a long time. Kind of an icon, really. I mean, he yeah, he's the, if you've heard of the Guardian Angels, he's the founder of the Guardian Angels. He still wears that red beret. beret and the red know, jacket. You know, and, and he, he used to come on New York One all the time and, you know, um, spew all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Um, he's a joke, um, and he... He's his, a mascot. His retort is refund the police. That's his slogan. Right. Um, so, and he's you know he's he's totally done. So, so we don't even really need to think about Republicans really. So, who are you? Who are you liking, and why? And then, who are you leaning towards? If you had to pick, but one thing everybody should know is that this year, for the first time, New York set up ranked choice voting. Explain that. So, ranked choice is basically you have um, a field of candidates, however many. And once you have this first round of voting, you see who, if, if somebody um, automatically breaks through the 50% line, right, gets the majority of the vote, they're automatically the candidate. Mm. If it's only pluralities, right, somebody gets 32%, somebody gets 18%, etc., then there's another round. Right. So then there's another round of, you know, the top three or whatever. And we vote. Again. So. So, yeah. And so you can you can basically strategically vote. Right. So that if you, you it's not all in on one. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I mean, there's pluses and minuses to the system. Um, it it sort of it can be toyed with by people who want to sort of. Um, rig the system in a little way by getting maybe a sort of a candidate that they know is going to lose if they pass through with somebody they know will probably win, right? So you could sort of game it that way as well. Mm. Um, that would but, take a lot of organizing. 
It takes a lot of organizing. It's been done in the South uh, during primaries mm-hmm. um, when they have those open primaries when Republicans can vote for Democrats and, mm-hmm. and, and vice versa. So people like just vote for like the most extreme candidate that they know don't, does not have a shot. Sure. Um, so, but likely not going to happen. I think the intentions are good. We'll see. You know, this is the first time around. So that being said, uh, you get to rank, right? You don't have to pick right away. You can say, this is my first person, et cetera. So where are you on this? Give me your top three. Okay. Um, yeah. Let me preface this by first saying I would have voted for Scott Stringer. Mm-hmm. He would have been number one, just in terms of policy, in terms of him, his progressive. He, he, he would have been the most, he is the most progressive candidate. Agreed? Um, I would say probably Diane Morales is the most Close. progressive, but she does right, not have his experience. Let's right? call it, yeah, progressive with experience and a yeah. chance. Yeah, right. Um, okay, so he's out. You know, once the second yeah. person comes forward, we can we can't do that. Yeah. that's a mess for progress. That's a mess for the party. That's just a bad idea. And yeah. We've had enough men in power that are accused of multiple gropings. Um, there was a brief period of time during the presidential election that I found Andrew Yang cute. Mm-hmm. I liked him. He's like reasonable, nice guy. You know, it was refreshing having him up in the debates because, you know, it's sometimes nice seeing somebody from the private sector that's not a politician with some interesting um, ideas. Right. Universal basic income, which I not necessarily his version, but I'm a huge fan of some version of that. I don't mm-hmm. quite, I don't have that figured out. I don't think anybody has it totally figured out, but we've been saying that for a decade that those places in the Midwest or you know, parts of the South where industry is gone and it's in other countries, like jobs ain't coming back. Mm-hmm. So you can keep lying to these people and they keep getting angry and you get another Trump or you can figure out an alternative, which is a form of, payment which is what was happening during the pandemic in a very small way which was um no nobody got nobody got angry receiving the twelve hundred dollars or whatever it was it felt kind of nice right um but Andrew Yang's a joke I mean at this point he's he he's so in line with I believe he would get in there and be a Wall Street friendly, big business billionaire. And I know for a fact he's sucking up to the the, the big money behind closed doors. Um, he's pretty open about it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. He's, he's like he's all about being business friendly, but his idea is that which he you can't can be. Of, you can, it's kind of like capitalism with a human face yeah, kind of argument. Doesn't right? work. Yeah, and um, I think he doesn't. I don't think. He would be what I would be if I were running, which is I would probably say stuff and instantly regret it because I just you you need to really have a brain for politics. You really need to, like, learn policy, learn the city, learn how things work. If I ran for New York mayor tomorrow, I have no idea how anything works. Right. So he does dumb stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I think I thought his his tweet about his support for Israel was was unbelievably insensitive while they were bombing, regardless of where you stand on the issue. That's not what I'm debating, but I felt like it was completely unnecessary. No one was even asking, and I know he was going, you know, he wants the Jewish community in New York, but there are ways to show the Jewish community you support them without without taking a stand on the Israeli-Palestinian conflict with no 
no reference to history or actual facts. It's just, oh, we just unapologetically like we don't do that with anybody, including people in our own country. Well, that's yeah. where you get the exceptional status of Israel in American politics. Right. Which so, we're not yeah. going to get into. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, but that's but he also just, didn't just, know what just, just to give him the benefit of, of sure. the doubt, even though I disagreed with what he said. Right. Um, is that there's massive political pressure to come out if you're a candidate for for especially cool. mayor of New York or even you know certainly for a national level to to signal your position on Israel which by the way must be unflaggingly faithful to whatever cool government here's the tweet is. yeah what's going on in the Middle East is a tragedy people are dying on both sides it's terrible we need to figure this out I want peace for people in Israel I want no anti-Semitic sediments anywhere in the world. And I also want to figure out how the Palestinians can live a peaceful life. That's a nice tweet. Mm. You, you've accomplished everything. And I understand what you're saying, but yeah. who, but that's the point is, right? I don't want anybody being in power that is influenced by anything other than their real views. Mm. Then now you're a politician. I want you to, you don't see Bernie or AOC getting influenced, right? They're, they have a mission and they're on it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, nobody's they're... telling AOC, "Hey, you need to tweet something about this." Come on, not happening. Maybe I mean, like there's some it's... strategic um, planning with the progressive movement, and they maybe have some closed door meetings. Like, should we get behind this candidate? That's okay. That's strategy. But like her worldviews or her her worldviews, which is why we love her. Right. I mean, I think um, with regard to this. We need to sort of remember that anything that, and you know this better than anybody being in TV, that anything that we see in front of our eyes is staged in some way, right? You know, that, that all, like, what we consume from, you know, um, from, from politicians, whether they be Bernie or whether they be uh, Donald Trump, is premeditated, um, it's thought about, um, and uh, it might not be... Uh, sort of tested in the same way, like control room tested in the same and polled like the same way that the Clintons do. But it is sort of a, a, a conscious, you know, the use of language and stuff like that. I would say that it would be interesting. Two things would happen with, with the um, um, AOC situation. And it might change, though, because there is like this growing squad that is able to sort of say things in Congress that were unsayable before. 100%. You know, I mean, there's a Palestinian American, you know, Rashid Taliba, who's in Congress, right? Sure. And wore a kafia to the floor and, and spoke on behalf of Palestinians. Uh, so that is a big, uh, significant change. One thing that would be interesting to see is that if AOC does sort of move to maybe the senatorial level and then presidency down the line, um, you know, which is not out of bounds to even think about. Um, would she be compelled uh, to shift her views on on it? It's, and and that there is this Israel exception. There's all sorts of other things that you can do that is fine, but the Israel has to be um, as as Biden recently said, ironclad. Right, that the ironclad commitment to Israel is is the American commitment. Um, no, the two, answer is no. You, two things going. would happen, right? Not two things happen. would happen is that either she would, you know, modify. Um, her views uh, to make them more palatable or she would get 
you know, um, she, would, she she would get blocked right? because that's that's the bar of entry. You sure. know I mean, I mean, that's the 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 price of entry, I should say. But also, we're, get, yeah, we're, getting we're getting distracted. Off. We're getting distracted. Yeah. So because anyway. it's such a polarizing issue. But yeah, I know. My I know, point I know. is, well, actually, it brings us right back. My yeah. point is, you don't have any business commenting on that right now. You're not running for president. What you need to worry about is New York City, and what you need to worry about in New York City are the issues that all New Yorkers care about. And maybe we all have opinions about that, but it just shows your lack of experience, mm-hmm. um, which you need. That's We just got out of a president with no experience who was popular because the way he sounded. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't work out. So uh, also, my last thing with Andrew Yang before I move on is he's he's in bed with all with the Bloomberg people who I can't stand. Like, I, I'm good. Also, he, he didn't know what a bodega is. Yeah, I know. That's I a mean, big problem. That's huge. That's um, like actually like you should be you should have gracefully bowed out. Right. If you don't know what a bodega is, you ain't a New Yorker. I mean, it's You're, it's impossible. It's crazy. All you got to do uh, is live in New York for one year and you know what a bodega is. One week. One week. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, come on. clearly he doesn't live in New York City. Right. Like, really. Or, yeah, you're right. He lives in a certain echelon of New York City that. Yeah, but even those rich people who we know, dude, York, they all know bodegas. Know? I know. I, mean, I can't crazy. name you a rich person that I know in my life that doesn't know what a bodega is. That's a New Yorker. I know. That's... Anyway, that's maybe my worst thing he did. Moving for those on. for those who are still maybe thinking that Andrew Yang is a legitimate candidate, I refer you to a recent Nation um, magazine piece by Liza Featherstone. Um, it's got like this killer title. It was like something like Andrew Yang doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> it's literally that yeah. title. Yeah. And if you read it, it's a long interview. She had a long interview with him, and he literally knows nothing about New York City. He knows nothing. Um, he's just trading on the fact that he got some name recognition for the presidentials and that that's it, you know, without a doubt. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Yeah. So those are kind of the P. Oh, 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 let me just go with someone else. I don't like, um, before we move on to who I like, Mm -hmm. um, Eric Adams. Yeah. Not a fan. Yeah. And I'll tell you why I don't need anybody that was a former cop to be the mayor of New York City right now. I'm, and, I, and the thing is, his his take on policing is a bit stronger than everyone else's. But I just don't trust it. I don't care. I don't trust it mm-hmm. because there's a bond with these NYPD guys. And I get it. And, I, and they've been through some hell together. But at the same time, they've caused hell on lots of communities. I'm not feeling it. That's number one. I also don't need anybody that was a Republican 10 years ago. Those are Bush years, dude. Yeah. You were a Republican during the Bush years? Yeah, like Bloomberg. I don't need you. If you didn't, when George W. Bush won the second term, bow out and become a Democrat, then your values are right there. And he's way moderate. You know, I'm good. Um, so he's out in my view, he's a Republican hiding as a Democrat. Yeah. So he, I think that's right. I mean, because he knows the only way you could possibly win is to run as a Democrat. hundred percent, you know, but, yes. but, um, the, <laughs> the thing that like the icing on the cake, I don't know if you heard about this, but he said in an interview maybe a week or two ago 
that when he becomes mayor, he's going to carry his gun into the Insanity. mayor's office, and that and he's in. And he's he said actually, he was not going to have a de- security detail. He would right, just carry his right, own gun. Right. That's cr- that's what I'm saying. That's right. cop mentality. Dude. Yeah, he's and he was also encouraging all other New Yorkers who have the ability and who have the license to concealed carry Disgusting. to church to 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 all sorts of places so that they can be you know a, a hero uh at any uh, given moment goodbye right? yeah so you know this is i mean that's kind of that's what greg abbott in texas ran on sure right you know mm-hmm. i mean and then that's what's and and by the way and this is the troubling thing he's the front runner front runner but He's going to get in, I think, to the next round. But I actually think there's going to be a next round. I don't think anyone's walking away with the majority here. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Anyway, um, I don't need to mention. I mean, I could quickly. I'm not going to go into it. But um, Donovan, I, I don't need to go into Donovan. It's not happening. Um, Ray McGuire, don't care. These are people that I'm mm-hmm. not going to waste my breath on. They have no business running. Um, let's get into people I like. Mm-hmm. And let's start with... Um, um, sorry, I'm just pulling up my list here. I read a lot on these wonderful human beings. Um, let's start with Maya Wiley. Yep. I like Maya Wiley. She's in my top. Let's call it. I have a top three. Yep. She's in the top three. We're going to make our decisions today. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. She's unapologetically an activist. Um, she's th- pretty progressive um she has real experience she um i like her views she believes in child care she believes in uh money for poor families she really cares about the people that need money or that need help and it's it's not fake she believes it um there's a there's a certain sense of um integrity and um authenticity mm-hmm. with her that I believe that we don't see very often. And I think she's a good person. Uh, she's an African-American woman, which is needed. I mean, it's, if we're going to be a, if we're going to, if we're going to call ourselves progressives, that has to come into play, right? Like this is, this is a big thing for New York city. And I think it would be phenomenal. Um, she did work with Mayor de Blasio who we don't like, but you know, when I was a kid, I remember my dad telling me a lot of times you learn what you learn how to do a job by what not to do. Mm-hmm. And that's a big, that's big. And I learned that in my own career. I've worked for plenty of people where I learned so much because I would do everything differently than they did. And that's a, that's a lesson in itself. So you can't, you can't, you have to put value on experience. She wasn't the mayor. She was working her job. Um, also anyone that knows me knows that I obey my queen and her name is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And if she tells me to do something, I'm kind of like that that old dude that rocked with Khaleesi. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like there's... That there, knight. That the knight who was the, uh, the, who the just slave like, trader who was banished. Yeah. Who was banished. Yeah. I like... I, that's how I feel about her. I, okay. I trust her more than anyone else in politics. I trust her gut. I trust what she's doing. I believe her. I, she She motivates me. She makes me have a small ounce of hope for future generations. Um, and I just love that she will fuck you up and everyone. And, and the people that we hate, hate her. And that's yeah. not nothing. Mm-hmm. So her endorsement 
is really hard for me to ignore because I want to support the squad. And if she, who is the New York representative squad, wants to work with um, uh, this candidate, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going to have a hard time not supporting that. Okay. Okay. So my, well, let me, let me give you my view on Maya Wiley. I, so I'm impressed with her resume like you, um, you know, ACLU lawyer, doing Huge. all sorts of good, you know, human rights work. And, um, and that was her basic role in the de Blasio administration. Um, if you go to her website for her, her, her candidacy, it's pretty funny. Like in, in the bio, it says that when she resigned five years ago from the de Blasio administration, which is like kind of signaling, like, listen, I worked for this guy, but then I resigned. Um, um, she, so she's trying to like say that she's got this experience but she's not necessarily a de Blasio acolyte in some way, right? That, that she's her own person and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, on the issues, I think she's pretty good. Um, one thing that obviously uh, we care about and I care about is the policing issue. And she is one calling for a $3 billion reduction um, in the NYPD budget, which, which is about half the budget. Um, and, that's you know I'm, I'm i'm all for that uh what recently came out which is going to be a huge political problem for her and we we're just talking about this sort of issue of integrity um is that so she lives with her husband in on prospect park south um and for those who aren't up on their brooklyn geography that's like one of the fanciest neighborhoods in brooklyn was not uh, always no not i mean yeah. Ma- mainly terrible yeah. last 10 10 years beautiful yeah let's just put that out there right so she's got um a historic house that's worth i think the it's 2.7 million dollars etc um and so she's one of the leading candidates calling for the defunding of the police she also lives in a precinct that has had um plummeting crime um statistics for the past 10 years so a very safe neighborhood um despite that her husband and her uh, contribute to the neighborhood kind of watch association, which has private security um, to police their neighborhood. Right. So this is a I think this is a major political problem for her, because if you're calling for defunding of the police, but then you're rich enough to hire your own private security guards to guard your own neighborhood, that is really um, a let's to be. Uh, diplomatic about it a mixed message right um, that private security is good enough for me publicly funded security not good for you mm-hmm. um, so that made me kind of go huh uh, when I when I when I read about that right? sure. that, that that's 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 uh, really at odds with the you know what she's presenting and again this gets us back to everything that we see is stage to a certain way right you know and not not to sort of take away from you know she has a career she's got a real career with real values and commitments that you know years have been sort of poured into this so that and this one thing shouldn't be you know a make or break but um but you got some explaining to do yeah just i mean just really politically like electoral politics wise like if you want to get elected you can't say yeah i want like a george zimmerman walking around my neighborhood doing the neighborhood watch but by the way i'm going to defund the police for you know every other neighborhood that's a problem i'll give it to you so she's in my top ranking i believe she's in your top three yeah fair absolutely absolutely 
I'm just I'm not saying I'm in any order right now. We'll, yeah, we'll put them yeah, in order yeah. after because I, I actually don't know. I, I need to be convinced. Um, um, let's talk about Diane Morales, mm-hmm. who you believe is the most progressive candidate. Who she's my should. favorite. She's my favorite. She's a former teacher. Okay, we weren't supposed to say our favorites yet. Well, I mean, she's my favorite. Doesn't mean I'm definitely going to go for her because I don't know if she'll win. Okay, right? that, so that's, that's a different calculation. So we love that she was a former teacher. Mm-hmm. Of course, people were both sons of teachers, and you're a teacher, and yeah. half of my family are teachers, and one of the most underappreciated, underpaid professions in the country. Right. Uh, we need that. The public schools in New York are important. They've been ignored, and they need a champion. And I think she would be it for sure. Yeah. What bothers me is the same thing that bothered me with um, Kamala Harris's campaign. When mm. you're getting leaked that it is a toxic work environment, right? that comes from the top down. I believe Kamala Harris's campaign, I think they were horrible to people working there. I don't believe that's fake. I believe it's real. And she's lucky she recovered. But that's what cost her big points. That New York, New York Times article, I believe, right? You know, that's a that that's a bigger red flag to me than the neighborhood watch thing. Right. Like, that's a problem because you can't. It's hard for me to believe you're the most progressive candidate and you have a toxic work environment. Now, there were some accusations of when Bernie was running some sexism and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It can happen. Um, Bernie was also running for president with a huge um, scattered what would you call it? Uh, campaign. I mean, campaign. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm making the, excuses, but I'm just saying, and he was yeah. running essentially for eight years, right? Yeah. I mean, the the the, one, the thing that you're referring to for people who maybe don't remember is that in Nevada, there, yeah. in, in specifically in Nevada, there right. was um, complaints about sexual harassment sure. by some of the, the Bernie leadership, not part of the national campaign, but the Nevada wing of it um, at some events and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean... People are horrible. <laughs> yeah, people are horrible. <laughs> like all, and it can happen. You know, we could all yeah. have somebody working for us that does some dumb shit and it reflects us. I agree. But this is a smaller campaign in one city where this is this is a problem for me. It's a big problem and I and I I'm uncomfortable with it. And I'm yeah. I don't know. I mean I like her views. I like, you know, her her police ideas. I like her education ideas. She mm-hmm. would be a phenomenal in terms of her views. In terms of the views, I think she's she's right there. It's like her views are reflective of her social formation in a very real way, you yes. know. So she she grew up in uh, New York City public housing. She went to New York City public schools. She's been a New York City public teacher, school teacher. Absolutely. Uh, so she's she's kind of has a uh, uh, a street level view of New York that important, you know, she knows what a bodega is. Okay. Yeah. You know, and, so and, like and she was also, um, Jabari who we love Jabari, who yeah. is a Senator now who came on our podcast, his first run that he did not win. And the second one, which he won, um, he is endorsing her as is Zephyr Teachout, who mm-hmm. we also liked. Yep. Terrible name to try to run for governor, <laughs> but you know, I love the name by the way. I love it too, but you can't pronounce it unless you really learn, you know, it's tough. <laughs> Um, I love those people, right? So that is another thing weighing on me is that I Jabari is one of us. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's a for he's a teacher. I mean, he he Mm -hmm. he's as grassroots as it come, man. From the from the neighborhood, 
teacher, ran for senator, got it, you know? Um, she's, it's tough. I, and also, like, I'll say this to anybody. If there's a, if there is a white male running against any gender or person of color and they're even kind of equal, I'm not voting for the white male, right? This is, this is how I think, and you can challenge me all day. If there is a male that is now checks, you know, is a person of color running against a woman that is a person of color, I'm always going to go for the woman, right? Men have been fucking up politics and fucking up the world for a long time. I'm a real believer that um, we need more women in politics. I, I'm very happy with the women that have been taking over in the squad. They've done m more of a, a job to push humanity forward in my lifetime than any man um, from anywhere. So that comes into play with me is that I think like this, right? Like, I don't want the cop. I don't want the, the stringer at this point who's been accused of stuff that all mm. these white guys are getting accused of, right? It's like that comes into play. It's like we just need different faces, different genders. Um, we need all of that in American politics more than ever because we have a big um we have a big problem with gender and race uh, being a factor for the wrong reasons. So I want a woman. And my top three are three women, which women, which gets me to Garcia. Mm -hmm. um, arguably the most experienced out of anybody running. Totally. Her and Stringer are like public transportation. Yeah. yeah. Sanitation, not fun in New, jobs in New York. I mean, that's a horrible thing. A Everybody, thing. the trash is a problem, and she's done a good job. That's a that's a serious job. I mean, you are you're learning the ins and outs of the city when you're dealing with transportation and um, sanitation. I mean, you're really learning it. She is very strong on the environment. I mean, she has she's proposing electric buses. Um, you know, like this is this is in terms of questions they've answered she is the green new deal's best candidate which is i'm a little shocked she wasn't aoc's pick um i think she's strongest on the environment which is new york has a lot of waste new york's got use a lot of energy that's a big big thing for me um her policing stuff is a little weaker than the others although yeah i mean so she has come out like eric adams saying yeah. she's not has no interest in defunding the police right. um that she has an interest in you know retraining uh adding more social workers to calls dealing with uh, mental health crises and things like that um but really it's about giving more money to the NYPD is, is her position which coming from you know a high level government bureaucrat kind of makes sense right you know like she ran the sanitation department i'm sure she would think that well if we had more money we could probably do more right in the sanitation department oh. she probably thinks the same way for the nypd but also wants to expand bike lanes um the green spaces in new york expand yeah, yeah. all of that which is phenomenal that's a beautiful part of new york city that need they need to get rid of the excess cars and open it up like a european city and make it bike friendly walking friendly um I also think she's the toughest candidate running. I actually think she's tough as nails. And I think I, I wouldn't worry about her when she gets in there. Mm -hmm. 
taking care of business. Whatever that means. Maybe she gets in there and we're like, God, she's ruthless and she's the, she loves the cops. I'm not. I don't believe that would happen. Um, but I part of her, you know, part of what I like about her is that she isn't like she's kind of honest about those views, which is they're, they're problematic in a sense. But I don't believe she's going to get in there and just let the NYPD do whatever they want. I mean, I think she, if anybody can kind of get in there and be tough on them and has the political clout to do it, it's probably her. Would you agree? So I don't think she has the will, actually, to sort of. I think you're absolutely right that, and, and it makes sense coming from her experience, right? Transportation 100%. and sanitation, you're going to start thinking about the Green New Deal and things like that. Like, they're, they're, it makes all the sense in the world. Mm. Um, but, you know, somebody like Maya Wiley, who's, who's called for the resignation of um, Dermot McShay, the understand. head of the NYPD, mm -hmm. uh, because because of the NYPD's response to the George Floyd protests, right? Mm -hmm. that, that, that Human Rights Watch has call, called them out on mm -hmm. um, as breaking human rights laws um, or protocols. Um, you know, so her view is that I think, and that this, is, this is where there's like this, there's this very thin line between being really experienced and knowing how to get things done sure. to being completely captured by institutions. Right. And then so that that's where I wonder with her. Right. So on the one hand, she has a lot of experience, so she could maybe do things that we don't even know about that that could, you know, changing how the city operates and so on, which is great. Um, alternatively, she might have the view that NYPD is a very it's a behemoth. It's a very large fact on the mm -hmm. ground in New York City um, and that you cannot govern well um, while angering the cops and exhibit a is bill de blasio um, and, and and so so she might not you know, she might have some posturing about yes we need to like uh, be more humane in our policing and community policing and stuff like that stuff that has been said for the past 60 years um, but um, uh, i don't know she'll maybe she'll surprise me if she gets in there there's not a, there's not one of these men i would vote for before her not one yeah i agree with you on that that's my point here right yeah she would be a phenomenal mayor if it's out of her and every male candidate I, yeah. it's not even a question i, I she's going to yeah. be better right. i also think you know if we're going to criticize china and other countries for their greenhouse admission admissions and and climate and new york city needs to be the f on the frontier they need to be the leaders of the world on that it's shocking it hasn't happened but i believe she could get that done more than anyone else and yeah. i think it's really important because it also provides jobs which directly results in the economy getting better it makes the city safer because there are less cars and there are more open spaces and it just it what happened in the pandemic and i was fortunate enough to be able to go to new york during the toughest times um, when people were kind of a lot out, it wasn't like a total lockdown, but mm. no indoor anything. And it was like, that's what New York city's always missed is that European cafe culture where the restaurants are outside and cars are not, they're an afterthought. And it felt like a little gift. Like, Hey guys, this is what this city needs to become. Get rid of these stupid cars. Like you don't need this. You don't need to be car friendly in New York city. Get it out. 
So I don't know. I've always felt that about New York. I think she could get that done. Um, and I think she has a real chance at winning, mm-hmm. which we have to take into account. Yeah. She yep. could win, right? Yep. She She's polling close third, right behind Yang and Adams, who, who battle for the top, top spot. She could definitely get in. And I think if you got rid of all the other progressive candidates, it was her versus those two guys, she actually is going to win. It's um, possible. It's yeah. It's possible. So I take that into account. So, yeah, I'm torn. All right, so let, let's 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 get down to it. What okay. is your top three? What is your ranking? We know these three women. How how do they fall in your order? Let's go politics, strategy, all of that aside and just go love. I would go for um, Maya as number one. I would go for Diane as number two and Catherine Garcia as number three. Okay. That's the heart speaking. Okay. That's your okay. So I would say if we're just speaking completely without sort of yeah, yeah, forget stri- all political no, strategy, just from the heart, winning up. and so on. Yes. I, w- I would I would say Diane Morales number one, mm-hmm. uh, then Maya Wiley, and then and then Catherine. So our Garcia, one and two right? are switched. Yeah, Great. yeah, yeah. Um, um, now I for, prefer Maya's experience over Diane. So that's part of why mm-hmm. I think that is that mm-hmm. I'm 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 actually experience does matter to me, especially mm-hmm. in politics. So. Sure. I think she gets the nod there. You know, you don't want someone coming and has to learn how to be a mayor. You want someone that has been there and kind of sees it. I, that's what I think. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, now what? What do you want to do here? Okay, so now if you were actually going to vote, right? Yeah. So we're, we're former New Yorkers, so unfortunately we can't vote in this. But, but I still pay but, taxes. My business yeah. is registered in New York. Oh, so wow. It does, it's oh, important oh, to me. Okay, yeah. yeah. My business yeah. is registered there. Okay. I get, I get a real say in this, even though yeah. I, I switched to Louisiana to try to change this wacky place right right okay so um let's imagine we're you know uh, (laughs) it so happens that this primary is falling on june 22nd which happens to be the 70th anniversary of hitler's invasion of the soviet union so that was which is often seen as the one of the largest strategic errors of the 20th century Mm -hmm. right so what 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 is the strategy for this june 22nd right I would say, yep. to for the to to get somebody through the gate, um, I would actually vote. I think Catherine Garcia first, um, and then Diane Morales, and then Maya Wiley. Um, the because there's a really good chance I think that Catherine Garcia could win, um, uh, especially when when she's opposed to just say Eric Adams. Right. Um, Eric Adams has got a lot of appeal uh, because he sounds like a Brooklynite. He's been a cop. He's you know, that gives him a lot of credibility uh, in New York City for vast swaths of the population. Um, On the other hand, um, when he's talking about guns everywhere policy um, to make New York safer, I think 
uh, you know, Catherine Garcia can really get him on that, and and that, that could be done. And um, he was a Republican, and he was a Republican, right? You know, like we that's that that's a this. big skeleton in your closet. Let me just right? do it. Let me just clarify. It says he was a from ninety five to two thousand two re- registered Republican. So okay. that's some of the Bush years, and he got yeah. it. But yeah, you still were there. Yeah, you still wanted Bush over Gore. Yeah, it's a problem for me. Yeah. Anyway, keep going. Yeah. Um, so I think, um, and then, and then with, with regard to Maya Wiley, like I'm kind of torn on that one, whether she, she should be my second or, or third on the one hand, she might well get a big boost because AOC, um, backed her that that's a key endorsement, especially for New York, mm-hmm. um, which means basically the Bronx is all going to vote for her, you know, um, that that's not, not all, but, but you know what I mean? Um, so that she suddenly becomes more of a possibility precisely because of that endorsement. Um, but if I'm going full strategy for my number one, I got to go heart for my number two. And so I'm going yeah. <laughs> Morales for number two. So I'm, um, I'm exactly with you. If I were voting in New York, I would probably vote for Garcia. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think you should vote for Garcia. If, if you're living in New York, you should vote for her. Um, but since you get to rank them, right? Yep. Well, actually, you'll still only get to vote for one, right? Well, no, you rank, you, you're you voting for all three, but, the, but they're going to fall in okay. different. So yeah. I would vote Catherine one. You have to get her into mm-hmm. the potential next mm-hmm. one. She just, she's, your, she's your safety net mm-hmm. and would make a great mayor. I think she'd make a great mayor. <clears throat> Not quite as progressive as I would like, but also very progressive on important views. So right. if I'm in New York, <clears throat> sorry about that. I'm easily voting for her first because I am smart enough to put my heart out of it. Um, then I would vote for Maya mm-hmm. and then Diane. Okay. But those are the three boxes yeah. I would check in that yeah. order because I actually think if everybody that's even kind of progressive votes that way, you could get a Catherine and Maya in the next one. I don't think Diane's got a shot. I'm just going to be honest with you. I don't think she's got a shot. You know, so the thing with... Um what I, what I would do for the reason behind, I think you're right, I agree that she doesn't actually have a political shot, but when people get higher percentages, even if they lose, their views and people like them become more sort of acceptable as candidates, right? So that um, even if you if you lose, but like Bernie Sanders being one good example, right? You know, so like he's lost twice, but guess what? He's won in other ways. But uh, let so, me just stop yeah. right there. Yeah. AOC has endorsed Maya. Mm-hmm. If Maya wins, we still get that power. Because you're talking about power, right? You're mm-hmm. talking about influence and power. That's a huge win for the Progressive Party because they the most important figure in New York City for the progressives is AOC. That's mm-hmm. getting the endorsement of God. In, yeah. in terms of political God, if that endorsement gets her into the next race, it's already a victory because Maya before, before that endorsement was not really getting in and maybe still not. She's, she's, I think polling at 7% right now or something like that. Um, so I'm not sure, but I think she also would make a phenomenal mayor and we would be lucky to have her over the alternatives. Right. Um, and I like that she has a small shot and she's she's 
each day getting more and more popular. And I, I, I feel bad for her because she really has never been given the chance. Um, but she's it's happening. So, yeah, that that's if I'm in New York, it's Catherine Garcia, Maya Wiley, and then Diane Morales. Morales. Yep. That that's the way you got to go. Also, Catherine Garcia wears a Catherine gold necklace that says her name on it, and I like it. <laughs> that's bold. Yeah, it's very bold. Yeah. Um, or you can vote for one it's of the, the flavor men. flavor approach to uh, you're damn right. Campaign. I like a little yeah. bling. Or you can vote for one of the men and be complaining in a couple of years from now because I promise <laughs> you that's what's going to happen. If if you were to vote for one of the men, and I know we've already established that we're not going to. Um, it would have been Stringer. Stringer would have been in the top three. Been, but Stringer, Stringer yeah. is not, I can't vote for him now. Like, yeah. It's just an impossibility, right? So I would actually go with Sean Donovan. I was just going to say Donovan. Yeah. At least he's got housing under his belt. I agree. Um. Uh, and he worked for the Obama administration, Secretary of Housing, Urban Development, yeah, yeah. moved the Office of Management and Budget, which he directed from 2014 until President Trump took office. So that's that's pretty good experience, experience right there. Yeah. That's that, so so there we go. So okay, <laughs> the one male or fourth pick. If right. you are sexist and you don't like women, and you right. need to vote for a white guy, yep, Sean Donovan. Sean Donovan. Yep. Wins. Yep. It's unfortunate about Scott Stringer, but uh, it's extremely unfortunate. It is. But hey, man, you yeah. want to be a, you want to be gropey, then yeah, good luck, good yep. luck recovering. I mean, Andrew Cuomo has recovered just fine. He's not leaving. So yeah, well, he's 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 Trumpy like that, right? He's just gonna just doesn't totally. matter. Totally. You know? So our official endorsement is Catherine Garcia. Yeah. We if have this to was a, if this was a one vote thing, it would be Catherine Garcia. One hundred percent. Yep. And in this election, I think she's the first vote. I yep. still think you should, if you're if you're in New York and you listen to our podcast, vote for whoever you want. It's not going to affect me and Ahmed anymore. <laughs> we got our own problems in New Orleans. But you should seriously consider Catherine as your f- first box to check because I think she's much stronger than Eric Adams and Andrew Yang. I think she has much oh, yeah. more experience and you're, you would actually get a mayor that doesn't need to learn how to uh, govern people. Right. Well, what would you say? You know, you're not the governor. Mayor people? (laughs) (laughs) You're a governor. You're just not the governor. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm I'm not the god, but I'm a god. Right, that's right. Name that movie. I'm forgetting. I know the line. (sighs) Bro. What's the movie? Groundhog's Day. Oh, yeah, right. (laughs) I am not. I am. It's either. I don't remember the exact quote, but it's essentially I am a god but i am not the god (laughs) (laughs) well there you have it the long-awaited official no politics at the dinner table new york endorsement first time we've ever done this outside of the presidential election although we've never really had to endorse it's been pretty obvious um i'm sorry to my queen aoc but she believes in the democratic process i understand that um i don't have as much faith in it <laughs> um yeah, that's that that's where we are. That's where we're at. Okay. All right. And I think we're fair. Yeah. And vote for I, a woman. Come on, guys. It's New York City. Can we get a a, a, a 
a, a woman to be the mayor? Like, is it yeah. that hard? You have phenomenal candidates right here. That's actually, sorry, not to go on a, not to quickly get back on it, but that in itself is the problem, right? With the gender gap, the women are stronger than the men, the mm -hmm. resumes. It's not, they are, Yeah, but like, Two guys, yeah. one with no experience. I mean, Andrew Yang him. has got one of the thinnest resumes out there for this sort of thing. Uh, and, and and let me and just he's say, pulling ahead of the women. And I'm not, you know, it's it's really tough because Andrew Yang is an Asian man. There's horrible Asian stuff going on right now. I don't want to like downplay. And Eric Adams, an African American male, like I don't want to pretend that that's not a thing. But you are in New York City, which is a Super, which is a little bit more progressive than running in Alabama. Mm -hmm. um, and I just think it just shows you the real problem is that like the three women who are extremely strong are pulling under the two men, one who has no experience, zero. Yep. That's why I think it's important to vote. If if they're even close, you, you, you have to change that. If you're a progressive, you have to change um, – you have to change the literal look of politics. It's it's really important. And the women in this country are getting shit done. Stacey Abrams, AOC, Kamala Harris, for, for as much problems we have, her, she, she, she has gotten some stuff done. Um, uh, um, bottoms in, in Atlanta, you know? Yeah. It's real. Yep. I agree. I agree. Or you can have de Blasio or Bloomberg. Or Giuliani. <laughs> Go for it. Have fun. Not a problem God. anymore. All right. Well, that's our All official right. endorsement. Hope you guys agree. If not, write us a letter. Yeah. Go on our know. beautiful website and talk trash to us. We would yeah. welcome it. Um, no Politics at the Dinner Table is produced by Amphikash with uh, tunes and beats by Jeep Baderoy. We are um, back next week. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Tell your friends. Thank you.